Okay, my name is Joe Boylan, Executive Director of Wilkes-Barre Connect, and you are listening to Episode 18 from the Wilkes-Barre Connect Conference. We are so excited to have our good friend on this episode, Cassandra Coleman, Executive Director of the America 250 PA Commission. Cassandra, good morning and welcome. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, first of all, uh, let's get right into it. What, what is America 250? Tell our listeners what that actually means. <laughs> That's a really good way to start. Um, so America 250 was actually created by legislation um, in Washington in 2016, and that created a national commission for America to celebrate their 250th birthday. Um, from that, Pennsylvania decided to create a Pennsylvania commission to run Pennsylvania's role in the national celebration. That commission was created last year through the legislature and signed into existence by the governor. Um, since then, we have had uh, 24 appointed members sent to us by both the governor and the different caucuses of the legislature. And so ultimately, our commission is made up of 24 appointed members and 13 ex officio members, which are mostly cabinet level officials. And I tell you what, when you look at that commission and you could find more information on America 250, when you go to America250PA.org, uh, you could see some of the commission members, but man, there's some star power on there. Can you talk about some of the folks that are on that commission? Yeah. So the governor actually appointed um, Delaware County businessman Pat Burns as our chair. Pat is a well-known real estate developer, um, again, down in Delaware County. We have some wonderful folks, um, you know, out in Pittsburgh. We have Andy Masick from the Heinz History Center. We have Kia Tomlin, um, who's a designer out there, also the wife to Mike Tomlin from the Steelers. You know, we have um, Allison Davenport from United Healthcare. We have Virginia McGregor from Scranton and also Geisinger. Um, you know, we have Allison Young. We have Maud Lyon from the Cultural Alliance. And that I, I know I'm forgetting, obviously, some of our appointed commissioners. And then on top of that, you know, with our ex officio members, we have, you know, Attorney General Shapiro. We have um, Pennsylvania Treasurer Joe Torsella. We have the secretaries of DCNR and Department of Education, Transportation. We have the head of the state police. It really is a really great commission. And and I tell you, oh, it's it's incredible. And I've I've been fortunate enough to get a chance to 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 meet the commission. Amazing people. What I love is, you know, giving their time and their energy and their resources to help make this truly an amazing celebration in, in 2026 uh, in Pennsylvania. And, you know, we talk about we'll, we'll get into it more about some of the partnerships we have and how we're launching it. Uh, but one of the things that we kicked off right off the bat was having this ama amazing video produced to help launch the initiative from the governor's resident the day that we officially um, formed and, and launched that commission. Um, and shameless plug, but our good friends here at Cole Creative here in, in downtown Wilkes-Barre actually produced the video um, over a few weeks just traveling the state, which I love. But that beginning segment, um, so powerful because you've got all the ex-governors right there on the screen and they're part of the commission too so that what, what's the experience been like working with them yeah so you know we were uh, when we started this commission the first thing we decided we needed to do was really give the commission the credibility and legitimize it and one thing we did was we went to all of the former governors who obviously 
want Pennsylvania and want to want to leave um, a legacy and have an impact across communities um, across the Commonwealth. So we went to them and we asked them to all co-chair. So we're proud to say that from Governor Thornburg forward, so Governor Thornburg, Ridge, Schweiker, Rendell, Corbett, and Wolf um, all agreed to co-chair this project and truly believe that if we do this right, Pennsylvania will be on the national stage in 26 um, as America celebrates her birthday. So they have been hands-on, um, truly amazing to work with, and really have taken this project on and have been, again, um, with resources and making calls and doing events. They've just been, they've been wonderful. And, 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 and again, I think the, the, the initiative itself is truly remarkable. And I think it's an honor that Pennsylvania, um, which really the birthplace of our country is, is really at the forefront of leading this. And the opportunity now that you've been presented to, to, to lead this commission in this initiative, I think is incredible. One, because you're from Northeastern Pennsylvania, which I love, <laughs> but you, I mean, I couldn't think of a better person to lead this. And, and for us, I think when you look at what those first steps were of, okay, we need to educate Pennsylvania on what this initiative is, how we're going to move forward. How can we do this the right way? And one of the first things you did is start to align partnerships. And that partnership, which I, I love and still gives me the chills, is to have an entity and an organization that was right there at the birth of this country, the U.S. Postal Service, involved with America 250. So can you talk about some of the early partnerships and what that meant to help launch this initiative? Sure. So, you know, the like a lot of things in government, you know, the commission was created without a current appropriation. So that should come later. But one thing, you know, we needed to do and, and you know, going back to the co-creative and the video was, you know, we wanted to take those early partnerships like with the governors. We also, if you watch the video, which is on our website, America250PA.org, you'll see that all of the Pennsylvania sports teams are also in the video and involved. Um, so again, we, you know, we partnered with folks like people at Cole who did an amazing, amazing job on that video. And, you know, again, I saw this as, you know, being a Northeastern Pennsylvania girl my whole life as a once in a lifetime opportunity. So I jumped at this opportunity and I'm so glad I did because over the last year, I am just amazed at how far we've come, but also about, you know, how folks truly, truly want to be part of history. And that's what this is. That's ultimately what this is. And you know, the commission's goal was we want to strive to make 2026 epic. We want to educate, preserve, innovate, and celebrate, EPIC. And again, you know, um, like most folks, when you're starting something new, you go to the folks that you know best first. And for me, that was folks within the Northeast part of the state. And I am so glad, Joe, that, you know, you and I chatted and it was like, I know we, we joke, but it was destiny that, you know, the post office and MAGA design were, hap you know, happened to be right there at our doorstep um, when we first started talking about me taking this project on. And it was, again, it was destiny that we went and we sat and we figured out how do we really, truly raise awareness of this project? And for me, again, as a, as a NEPA girl, to say that the Direct Effect Innovation Challenge, which falls under our eye, so an EPIC for our Innovate, 
was born in the conference room of the Think Center in Wilkes-Barre is amazing. And it just goes to show all the amazing things that are happening in the Northeast and what you guys at the Chamber and at Connect are doing. But ultimately, you know, the post office and MAGA came in and we partnered to create this Direct Effect Innovation Challenge, which was launched by the governor and Secretary Rivera back in August at the governor's residence. And it allowed any college or university from across the Commonwealth to enter a team of students to ultimately come up with a concept that would um, design our integrated marketing campaign for 2020. And I am proud to say that in the middle of August during move-in week, um, we had over 50 college presidents attend the luncheon um, and we had almost 30, we had 32 of them actually sign teams up. So, um, you know, we have to thank the colleges, thank those presidents, you know, thank those students for really answering the call to help us launch this project. And for us, you know, having the next generation involved was a goal of ours and, a, you know, part of our mission to make sure that you know, we had their input and we wanted to see how they wanted to celebrate. So, so for them to be able to work hand in hand with us, to be able to actually roll this project out in 2020 is, is huge. And ultimately we had, a, we had rounds, college rounds, excuse me, campus rounds, and then regional rounds, which ultimately led to eight finalists coming to the Wilkes-Barre Connect conference, where, where it would be better to do it than the place that it was actually born um, and ultimately, Wilkes University won the competition and their concept, Pennsylvania first and foremost, will be partnering with us to roll that out in 2020. Well, and, and I think the Direct Effect Innovation Challenge, uh, it's a credit to you. It's a credit to Governor Wolf and his administration. And, and I think the commission as a whole of just made up of, all, as you said, all different backgrounds. Um, but they have one thing in common. They love Pennsylvania. They want to celebrate our history and really showcase who we are, what we do, and then more importantly, what we're going to do moving forward. And I think um, without that appropriation line, I think Wilkes-Barre is always that first call. We could, we could figure it out for you. And so, uh, you know, on behalf of, of Wilkes-Barre Connect, the Wilkes-Barre Chamber, the entire Northeast, we are humbled, we're honored to be a part of this. And I think, though, back, it's a credit to you and what you're able to do and the ability and the power that you could bring to say, look, we need that partnership. You need to believe in what we're doing. And so many groups answered the call. And mm -hmm. whether it was the college and universities where the commission has stepped up, um, as you mentioned, the sports teams in the videos, too, which, um, of course, highlighted by um, our good friend uh, Gritty at the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, my favorite. Yes. I, not ashamed to say my favorite part of the video. Um, but what's interesting is, as I go back, is, you know, you have the ability to bring the U.S. Postal Service into this project now. And I think you and I have talked on several occasions of kind of the chills that gives you as we're starting to wrap our arms around what this initiative is and what it can be to look to our left and right and see the U.S. Postal Service next to us, it, it's, it's pretty remarkable. And so for us, um, yeah, and, and I think it, it not only showcases what the U.S. Postal Service is doing in terms of innovation and what they're moving forward, but their ability to capture this next generation um, and our students and get them involved. And I think, 
you know, I'm interested to hear your feedback, but I, I know um, from when we had our first innovation challenge in partnership with Postal Service here in April to now with this America 250, um, it's once those students and schools get involved, it's like it's that eye-opening experience. So what what is your what is your feedback been from the schools that have participated? What you know, what what have you been hearing from them? Yeah, you know, and that's something that, you know, I ultimately again saw this as a as a once in a lifetime opportunity but i also realized very quickly that this either had to become a passion project for me or it wasn't going to work because this is a, a very unique project and that and it has i mean i have fallen in love with this project and you know i have to say that i had one of those aha moments when i walked out of the regional competition in the northeast um which i you know participated in and the students i mean they had put their heart, their hearts and souls into these concepts and truly, truly believed in them and want to be part of this. And, you know, the I, I sat in the car, I remember on my drive home and I said, this is why I did this. This is why, you know, I signed up for this. This is why I agreed to do this. And ultimately through the conference and sitting with some of the students and having even their feedback, they, it was so moving to see that multiple students had said, you know, win or lose, this is such a unique opportunity for us. We want to continue to be involved. You know, again, whoever wins here today, good luck to them. That's great. We hope it's us. However, if it's not, tell us how we continue to be involved. Tell us how we can continue to help you. You know, could we ultimately take some of these concepts that did not win and you know, break them down a little bit and, and implement them on smaller levels, on regional levels, that's still yet to be determined. That's, that's definitely a goal. But I think seeing those students truly buy into this, and I mean truly buy into this, was just extremely moving. And like you said, I, I mean, we, I get the chills talking to those students, and it's just so motivating to see that that next generation wants to be involved in something like this. And, you know, I, I always, I tell this story, and from our first conversation when we had said, you know, what would make you students get involved in this with all the other things you have going on? And that one young woman said, my name could be part of history. And I think that that right there says it all. Oh, yeah. And and, and to, to echo your comments about their passion and their, you know, just commitment to this initiative, all you had to do was be out in the hallway at the Wilkes-Barre Connect conference either before or after the final competition, and you would find students crying, um, pacing. Yep. Um, I mean, it was as if their their diploma was on the line of this competition because they mm -hmm. did. They were giving a directive. And again, what what I love is, you know, normally an initiative like this, you would love that full year to plan and and, and to to really engage <laughs> and, and to set the table. Um, you know, we were we were driving up as students were pulling into their dorms of, hey, we've got this great opportunity. Yeah. So. <laughs> the schools, I mean, a credit to those 32 schools for coming on board and believing in us. Um, but those students, they left everything out there. And it was just truly remarkable to see. And I, I could tell you that the feedback that we've received from the conference so far was just people blown away. Blown away. I think all you need to know is one of um, our attendees said, I wish I had another business card in my pocket because that student up there, I want to hire immediately. And I mean, that is incredible. Yeah. 
to have those students up in front of 200 plus people in front of a very intimidating set of judges. Um, and they just knocked it out of the park. So, and, and what I love too is, you know, your vision with America 250, it, you know, Pennsylvania is based on just the strength of its higher educational institutions across yep. the state. Um, so diverse, so amazing of what they can bring. And, and I think one, I think it was reflected in the eight finalists that we have. Uh, so I love just, just to, to talk about them, but two, um, what that foundation means now and where we're going from here. So if you want, I would love to hear about the eight schools that participate in the final, but then, you know, what that means moving forward. Sure, so, I mean, the eight finalists were Robert Morris, Point Park, Messiah, Lycoming, Millersville, the Community College of Philadelphia, and Kings and Wilkes. Um, and again, I think ultimately, figuring out how to make sure that these students and these colleges remain as our partners throughout this process. And I think ultimately, you know, someone had raised their hand and said, do you think this is it? Is this the end? Or, and I, no, we don't want this to be the end. We want to continue to do, um, exactly. This is the beginning. We want to continue to do challenges throughout this process over the next six years. We want to continue to engage more students and more universities and, you know, more individuals across the Commonwealth. And I think ultimately, like I said, in different ways, I think we can take those 32 concepts and in, in, certain, in certain parts, you know, actually implement different parts of those next year. Um, while the overall, again, the overall concept of Wilkes will be the, the driving force you know, how do we pick and choose little bits and pieces of other folks' concepts to try and implement as well? And, you know, the the faculty, too, that's, that's, let's not, definitely not discount them because they, um, as the driving forces as well from the colleges and universities behind this, have been amazing. And so many of them have had, have had such positive feedback and have wanted, again, have expressed the, the want to partner and potentially do things regionally or potentially do things in their communities and really, um, again, leave, make those, have those impacts across the communities, which is what we want to do. We as the commission, you know, ultimately, why are we Pennsylvania proud? Let's show the country and the world why all of us chose to call Pennsylvania home. So the goal is to truly reach as many Pennsylvanians in every you know, in all of the 67 counties as possible with one of our projects, initiatives, or events. So that is the goal. The goal is to make sure everyone feels welcome. The goal is to make sure that everyone has a part in this. And, you know, again, we need everybody as partners in order to do that. Yeah, and, and that, that was a unique challenge posed to the students. It was how mm -hmm. can you engage all corners of residents of Pennsylvania. And that is a difficult task, especially when you talk about, you know, Generation Z and what these students represent. Um, you know, mm -hmm. they know nothing about, uh, uh, um, they, they know everything just about their phones and social media, that's how they think. And you saw those eight finalists say, look, we understand some of the constraints in the, the, the different makeup and the diversity of this state, and uh, excuse me, of this Commonwealth. And our campaigns are focused on you know, finding those rural areas that maybe don't have internet access and don't even mm -hmm. know what social media is, they provided a way to be engaged. So they they were truly remarkable. And I I think to 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 tie that up even more, I 
I go back our previous episode, episode 17, we got a chance to speak with uh, Vicki Steven and Heather Sneed from the U.S. Postal Service, who've really been the point uh, folks um, uh, for the Direct Effect Innovation Challenge. And we quoted Heather numerous times throughout that interview saying, this is just the beginning. <laughs> mm-hmm. we, we, we clear each hurdle and this isn't something where, okay, we're done and, and let's move forward. No, this is really just the beginning. And what we've done is now created 32 campaigns that are ready to go. And while you said Wilkes University's campaign was ultimately chosen to be that initial launch to help educate Pennsylvanians, we have so many ideas set up. And, and, and I, I know one of the, the great things about what uh, you and the commission are doing is you know, that forward thinking. Okay, we want to now build the platforms, build the processes that those ideas being created, that innovation, that creativity, it's not lost. It's ongoing. And so for us, we talk about we're going to be launching the Innovation Network um, for the Pennsylvania America 250 uh, initiative. And that's going to allow these some of these campaigns, but also to strengthen the academic and industry partnerships across the state, which I think is truly the backbone of 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 how we can really accelerate uh, this Commonwealth into the future. So talk about you know, the potential impact you see from America 250, from the economic impact alone of really engaging these different communities and different industries together uh, to not only celebrate, but again, starting to create this almost new economy in Pennsylvania. Well, so I think ultimately what was also born from this challenge is what you're saying. So the, excuse me, the design and innovation center. And, you know, what we envision that to be is we don't want these students who answered the call and put all this time and energy in to not win and you know for us to say okay thanks but you know have a great day our goal is to say okay they answered the call that showed that they were engaged and they had interest how do we keep them how do we keep their creative ideas and their thinking going so again it is just the beginning and i think through the design and innovation center ultimately all of the students and faculty who were engaged in this first round will be put into this database. From there, I think as we build this commission, the goal is to partner with as many Pennsylvania businesses as possible. We've had multiple businesses um, you know, talk to us about potentially creating a specialty logo, a specialty product, a specialty container or box for their product for 2026 to not only help market America 250 PA, but to market their product, to market their company in celebration of America's 250th birthday. And again, business leaders, I think, see this as an opportunity, again, to not only market their company or their product, but to do that in partnership with celebrating the country that ultimately gave them the opportunity to build those companies and create those products. So what we see this as is those companies can go into this design and innovation center and ultimately, let's just say, I mean, we're not totally in the weeds with figuring out the details yet, but let's say they put an RFP out into the design center. A Pennsylvania student backed by a Pennsylvania faculty member backed by a Pennsylvania college university can answer that RFP. So ultimately, these Pennsylvania businesses 
will be provide will their design or their logo or whatever it is that they put their RFP out for will be created by a Pennsylvania student from a Pennsylvania college university and ultimately potentially they could hire or offer an internship to that student to help them implement that design and then potentially think about that everybody knows that a lot of times from internships come job offers well and i think this is a great way to bridge that gap too between colleges college university students and business the business community and the workforce so I think this will ultimately be um, a really great partnership once we work out all the details, but we we have Pennsylvania companies who have already said they're interested in, I mean, they love, 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 love the idea of putting this RFP out and having a Pennsylvania student answer it. Yeah, I mean, your your, your vision came to fruition there. You know, when, when you sat in front of that commission and said, look, we're gonna, the first thing we're doing out of the gate is we're gonna engage our college and universities of Pennsylvania. We're going to engage our students. That's where a lot of innovation and creativity is happening right now. And, and, and you saw that on display. So I think if anything, your America 250 Direct Effect Innovation Challenge showcased the talent that these schools and these students have. And what I love is, you know, you, you're exactly right of, of the people now that say, OK, I want to access this talent. I mean, I'm going to tell mm -hmm. you sitting at the table of America 250, while the competition was going on, I had our friends Scott and John Henry from Martz and saying, well, we want to get innovative in some of the processes we're doing within the transportation industry. Can, can we post something in the innovation network? Yes, mm -hmm. <laughs> absolutely. You know, I sat next to Ian Robson as well from American Paper Bag and, and Ryan Hollis, who is now the acting CEO. Um, here's, here's someone from Seattle who is the VP of Quicksilver. Unbelievable background sitting in Wilkes-Barre saying, well, you know, so many communities are, are banning plastic bags and, and we are an American paper bag company right here in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Can we figure out a way that we could be innovative and make Pennsylvania a leader on that front of, of providing paper bags as plastic bags are being banned in communities? Can we post that? Absolutely. And I think that's, right. that's what I love what you created. You've created this new sense, this almost new economy where our, you know, you talk about established companies, Mart's one of the most established right. brands in Northeastern Pennsylvania wanting to come in to utilize our students. So kudos to you on that. I, I think it's been absolutely amazing. And, and what I want to point out is that's just one small component of what America 250 is. And as you mentioned, mm -hmm. the website, America250PA.org go on. You can check out who the commission is, some of the innovation teams, some of the amazing things we've got going on, including the, the video produced by Cole Creative. But this is not just an opportunity for students and businesses. This is truly engaging all Pennsylvanians. So talk about ways that Pennsylvanians can become active within the initiative. So obviously right now we are still in our infancy, but we encourage folks to go to the website, sign up for our email updates, um, just to really stay engaged with what we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing next year will be a lot of building awareness, um, rolling out the initial campaign, but also doing a lot of regional kickoffs. We just had our first one in Philadelphia last week. We'll be doing ones in um, the Northeast, in the Lehigh Valley, Pittsburgh, Erie, um, and Harrisburg. So again, you know, sign up so that you're getting those updates. 
the other thing that we launched, um, the other series that we launched just, I guess, about two weeks, less than two weeks ago, was our Pennsylvania Proud Pennsylvania Service Member Spotlight Series. And that was, that is something that thanks to Earl Granville for um, helping us launch. We launched at the week of Veterans Day. And for that, we are looking to feature an active or retired Pennsylvania service member every week of 2020. So again, we encourage folks to go to the website. There's a there's a take action button where you can go to the service member portion and you can nominate a service member, again, active or retired within the Commonwealth, um, where we'll get a quote from them, we'll feature their photo, we'll feature all their information, um, and really just, again, show folks what makes us Pennsylvania proud. Um, but again, I think there's gonna be plenty of opportunities generally for just everyday Pennsylvanians to truly be part of this project and these initiatives as we build them out over the next couple of years. And and I think just, just commentary of, of in such a divisive time right now in our country, I think initiatives such as this are just truly inspiring. Um, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're from, what your background is, anything. I just saw that what you've been able to do and the commission has been able to do is start to pull people together and coming together as Pennsylvanians to be not only proud of where we came from, but proud of where we're going. So I think mm -hmm. it's just been truly, truly inspiring what you've done and, and the commission has done. And what I love is, like you said, I think I feel like we've been at this for about 15 years now. <laughs> um, I think it's been about five months. Uh, not even. Yeah. And so um, I I'm just excited uh, what you've built in such a short time and, and where well, we're going. Listen, I'm excited, too. I'm excited for, again, the potential that this historic project has. But, you know, again, I, I can't say it enough. I would never be able to have gotten where we were without um, the support and um, just the partnerships with the folks in the Northeast and again, Wilkesburg Connect, you, Joe. Um, but again, you know, I'm, I'm just extremely humbled by the folks in the Northeast um, who have, again, gotten behind a project that they didn't really know too much about, but believed in, believed in it generally, believed in me leading it um, and have truly stepped up um, and have generously helped us get to the point where we are today. So I cannot, cannot express my, you know, my gratitude enough, but also again, I'm, I'm a proud, I'm a proud NEPA girl and always will be. So, um, I just think it's really cool that the first part of this was, was born in NEPA. Well, I'm looking forward to the book that we ultimately end up writing on this <laughs> and, and put out. Um, I, uh, th my partnership and, and, and involvement with Wilkesburg Connect, I'm so honored to be a part of, of what we do here in Northeastern Pennsylvania. And, if there's one thing, you know, we've known each other for a while and now the U.S. Postal Service, who we've been working with since March, have found out that um, we don't say no here. And right. <laughs> it's for, for us, uh, I've had plenty of people kicking me under the table of what are you doing? But for us, I, I mean, the opportunity to work alongside of the U.S. Postal Service, to work alongside of you and the America 250 PA Commission. I mean, that is such a just just an unbelievable opportunity for this region. And I think for us, we are always going to do that and move forward and be a good partner and good steward. And for us, it's not just the Northeast. We get to, to, to be a part of helping celebrate the entire Commonwealth 
So we're very excited about that. And I think one more time, I think um, folks, you need to go onto the website, America250PA.org. You could find so many things of not only understanding the history of Pennsylvania, um, the, again, the commission members and who is a part of this, but you can become active. And that is the huge takeaway that it's just not a great feel good initiative. We need every Pennsylvanian to step up, become a part of this, whether it's a volunteer at event to nominate a service member, uh, to just tell us why you're so Pennsylvania proud. And more importantly, mm -hmm. you can also find out where you are, Cassandra, at any point <laughs> of the day as your social media feed is linked directly into the page. So you could see all the amazing places and locations and businesses and people you've met uh, holding up that America 250 PA sign. I'm staring at one right now. I think um, when we were um, working at the conference, I was finding those signs everywhere. Uh, which I love. But um, one more time, America250PA.org. Um, we just like to thank Cassandra Coleman, the executive director of the commission for being here today. And we look forward to continuing to work leading up to what is going to be an absolutely amazing celebration in 2026. So once again, on behalf of Wilkes-Barre Connect, the Wilkes-Barre Chamber and all of Northeastern Pennsylvania, Cassandra, thank you so much for the opportunity. We couldn't be more proud of you of being selected and taking on this challenge. So again, congratulations. We can't wait to see what's next. Thank you so much. I look forward to the future and all, all of our partnerships coming down the road. Awesome, thank you so much. Once again, this is Cassandra Coleman from America 250 PA, the executive director. Uh, my name is Joe Boylan. I'm the executive director of Wilkes-Barre Connect. And thank you for listening. <laughs>